Welcome back in sports fans. This is Flex Appeal Dynasty Fantasy Football. I am Ethan Paul, joined by Jacob Tyler, the runner-up in our home league. Jacob, welcome in. How's it going, man? I'm ready for another week of uh, the podcast. and hey, It's Super Bowl week, man. Super it's Bowl. It's Super Bowl week. Look, as much as we feel wronged <laughs> as Saints fans... You still got to watch. It's the Super Bowl. My wife wants to watch the commercials. I want to see, the commercials, you know, yeah. Tom Brady, history, blah, 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 hey, McVay. There's still is, some compelling storylines. As much as people hate the Patriots, like, we're going to be talking about this 20 years from now. Like, oh, you think so-and-so uh, is great. Man, I remember when Tom Brady was playing right, in his right. 20th Super Bowl. Dude, Belichick, what Belichick's doing now, we're going to look back on him in history as, like, as we, you know how we look at Lombardi and some of these guys, are the are the 49ers of the early nineties and eighties, right. all these dynasties yeah. and all these great coaches and all these legends of yeah. the game. In forty years, when our kids are grown adults and they're gonna go, Daddy, what was Belichick like? Well, we're gonna say, Well, son, he was a real asshole, but he won ten Super yeah. Bowls. So I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Super Bowl. Here's what we're gonna bring to you on this show. This is a dynasty show, so we're gonna try to incorporate the Super Bowl. Uh, into our dynasty relevant talk here we're going to focus on rams and patriots players out of the gates what to do with them where do they stack up uh some of their contract statuses their ages you know like brady is 49 you know stuff like that uh then we're talking a little bit about a tool that we use often we're going to talk about a big trade that jacob tyler pulled off today involving a rams player spoiler alert it was not tyler higby Okay, I, I did used to own him, by the way. I had some. You had Higby. I had him go. before, but okay, not well, anymore. Okay, scratch that. We're gonna get way off the rails with the Higby talk, and then we're gonna wrap it up with some general look ahead to free agency talk. So that's what's in line for you guys. Before we get started, Jacob, let me make sure to pimp this out right now. Twitter.com, ladies and gentlemen, https colon slash slash www dot twitter.com. At Flex Appeal Show is where you reach us. At Flex Appeal Show is where you follow us. We don't tweet a lot. We'll admit it. But we are ready to communicate with you when you have questions about trades and some other cool things. Yeah, before we start anything, uh, since it's the offseason, uh, it'd probably be a good idea to kind of drop some dates on everybody. Yeah. The, uh, the teams can designate franchise tags starting February 19th. NFL Combines uh, in between are running through February 26th. Through March 4th. Yeah. The deadline to place a franchise tag is March 5th. And the legal tampering period where you, where teams can start legally uh, contacting free agents, that's going to be March 11th through March 13th. And then the league year starts at 4 p.m. Eastern, three uh, March 13th. Okay? Trading also opens that day. I don't know if you – I'm, I'm pretty sure you remember last year when free mm -hmm. agency opened up. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was nuts. Yeah, Sammy right. Watkins, Allen Robinson, they were all dropping in. Yep. It was it was it was a pretty uh it felt like NBA free agency. Yeah. Like it was high profile. The NFL has definitely done a better yeah. job at making it more of a show for us mm -hmm. in the offseason. But what I like about it, they have that, you know, legal tampering period. It's two days. Mm -hmm. we, that's where you get all the reports leaking mm -hmm. out, you know. And we all knew it. Before yeah, the four right. PM, Sammy Alan Robinson, Watkins, Sammy yeah. Watkins, they were already basically signed. Yeah, right. They agreed to terms yeah. and they were gonna yes. sign two days later. So I am pumped for that. But what I'm really excited about is Valentine's Day is is two fourteen. Obviously, fellas, if you forget, it's two fourteen. It's February fourteenth. My wife's Day. birthday too. Oh wow. Oh, okay, I'm going to forget that, so remind me about <laughs> that. Uh, so anyway, my point is, you're going to get flowers. You're hopefully going to get a little lucky on the 14th. Well, guess what? Five days later, franchise tag news comes flooding we in. We get lucky. We all get lucky. <laughs> That's right. We, I mean, really lucky. We're not talking about the normal lucky. We're talking about football lucky, yes. okay, people? All right, so. All right, Jacob, let's talk Patriots and Rams. All right, who do you want to start with? Let's, uh, 
Let's start with the Patriots. A lot of older players, yeah. a lot of uh, uncertainty there. Uh, Tom Brady. If you're an owner of Tom Brady, at this point, you're just riding him until he dies, right? Yeah, you're probably not going to get too much for him. Uh, if you're not a contender, if your team starts to tank at the beginning of the year, it might be worth it just to see what you can get out of him. Because yeah. probably after this year, the value is going to be shot. If you can get a second, hell, man. If you have some quarterback depth for 2020, mm-hmm. I, I would not be against trading him for a third rounder. If if you need a, I don't want to say tank. That's that's kind of taboo in this uh yeah right, in this right. kind of game. But if you know you're not even yes. gonna be coming close to the playoffs, yes. right? I, I would take a third for him if I had him. He's 41 years old. He's gonna be 42 he next said year. He's, he's gonna play until he's 45. Yeah, sure. And I want to be a millionaire. And all you know, everybody has dreams and hopes. But sometimes well, his dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Father time. I look. He may play till he's 45. We saw Peyton Manning even when he couldn't throw anymore win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So with Brady and Belichick, it wouldn't surprise me if he plays till he's 45. And he's just, you know, limping that team down the down the field. So it's possible. But I'm with you. Hold them. Maybe float him out there if you know you can't compete. But like if you're a playoff team next year and you, you have plans for to start him until things go off the rails, then go ahead and ride him. I mean, at this point, you know, nobody's gonna fault you for putting your faith in statistically one of the best quarterbacks of all time over the last 20 years so mm-hmm. uh running backs i think we all are on board the michelle hype train i think he's uh i think he's the top three running rookie running back yeah you know with barkley chubb and then you and got michelle. it sony michelle's in that territory obviously all right let's look at some contract situations for the other running backs okay james white still has three years left on a deal he's not a free agent until he's 2021 so we're assuming he's going to be back as the pass catching uh, dynamic uh, pass catching back there with Michelle. Rex Burkhead is still under contract for three years. So we could see the same core of running back moving forward. Does Sonny Michelle um, have any risk of losing snaps in your mind to Burkhead and White? Like, you know, we can never quite trust a, a Patriots running back to carry the load all by himself. Do you think Michelle's the one that breaks that mold and, and takes over a lead role, or is it kind of going to be a committee approach? like we've seen the Patriots do in the past. I think it's absolutely what all the the Sony Michelle truthers were hoping for. And he he they kind of developed it into that role. He's going to be the main guy, he's going to be the lead dog. Mm-hmm. We saw it. I mean, after after uh, what the Chargers did to the Ravens, mm-hmm. everybody thought, "Okay, the Chargers are going to take down the Patriots." They leaned on Sony Michelle. They took that game over. They did mm-hmm. it. Last mm-hmm. week. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh yeah, la- last two, week. Two Sundays ago. Two Sundays ago. Yeah. They they took care of business, man. They took down the Chiefs. Sony Michelle was a leading factor in that. Mm-hmm. He's the reason why they're in the Super Bowl right yeah. now. It's it's strictly Sony Michelle, a, a, a draft pick that everyone was criticizing. What the hell are they doing? Why are they wasting a first round pick on this guy? Yeah. When they have so many other needs, they have running backs there. He is their MVP right now. At least the second half of the season since he came back. And they've morphed their offense into a run heavy offense. A lot of yep. two tight end sets. A lot yep. of play action. I mean, it's not like Brady's, you know, in the shotgun and throwing it 49 times a game anymore. So I'm with you there. Jeremy Hill, technically still on the roster. He's a free agent in 2019. I mean, is there any is – it, is it – I mean, unless you're in a 16-man, you know, or a deep bench league, maybe you stash him, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he's probably done, right? He's probably done. Yeah. Unfortunately for, for his sake. Let's talk wide receivers. For the Patriots, Julian uh, Edelman. And then we're there? done. That's it. That's all yeah. they have. <laughs> well, and Gronk. We'll throw Gronk into this mix. How about that's that? A, that's a good topic to go over, uh, yeah. Well, let's save Gronk for it's his own little thing here because he's, you know, he's kind yeah. of a man-myth legend. He deserves his own podcast yes. episode. Okay, he but does. we'll go with wide receivers here. Edelman, 32 currently. He's a free agent in 2020. So this is his last, 2019 will be his last year, um, potentially with the Patriots. He's already 32. He has been on a tear 
this year since he's been back from his suspension, and he's continued it through the playoffs. If anybody in your league is watching it and they see, man, Edelman's getting eight, nine, ten targets, you know, he's a beast. He's flexing. He has a huge beard. If you can get some good value for Edelman right now, I mean, man, it might be time to shop him around due to age, contract situation, the fact that Brady's old. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. And like like everything, it depends on the roster structure. Yeah. If you got a team that's competing, you you need some obvious wide receiver depth. Hell, a starter. He's a flex guy for sure. Wide mm-hmm. receiver three on your probably on most teams. You gotta you gotta ride this guy off into the sunset. But if you do not have a chance at competing, now is the time to sell. Yeah. Absolutely it is. For sure. Because you don't want to wait till the offseason when they add wide receivers to their yeah. roster. You know, and then devalue the perce- you know, or at least the perception would be he well, was devalued. A year, a year older, and his value sh- shoots down a little sure, bit more. Sure, sure. So. After that, it's a bunch of role players: Chris Hogan, Cordero Patterson, Philip Dorsett, Matthew Slater. I mean, the only guy I'd be interested, to be honest with you, in stashing on the Patriots wide receiver roster, Braxton Berrios, the injured yeah, rookie. Yeah. Only because he's the youngest of that whole group. He's 23. They have control over him. You could see him maybe morphing into that slot, you know, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman type role. I might stash him. The rest of them, dude, I mean, if, I'm, if I can, you know, package them up with other assets to get mm-hmm. bigger players, I'm totally doing it. I'm not in love with Hogan, Patterson, Dorsett. It's, it's just a bunch of guys that Al Davis would freaking mm-hmm. fall in love with. Yeah, I mean, Philip Dorsett, Cordero Patterson. <laughs> yep. Chris Hogan. I mean, Chris Hosing, I think Chris Hogan's a free agent this year, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. Restricted I, he, free agent then. He must no, be dude. He, they must have extended him somewhere along the line. We must have missed it because it says here that he has three years left on his wow, deal. Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean. No, I have him as a wide receiver. I have him as a free agent. So oh, yeah, free agent just, 2019. Free agent 2019. Okay. So, oh, wow, look at this. I'm just looking at the numbers here. Cordell Patterson, Philip Dorsett, and Chris Hogan, all free agents in 2019. Wow. That's what I'm saying. If these guys drop, and Josh Gordon, of course, then I don't think he's going to be back. So oh, shoot. you could see Edelman is the only piece staying, and then they can add three or four different names you know, that we all are aware mm-hmm. of. And if your guys in your league are like, oh, man, they added Dante Moncrief and so-and-so and so-and-so, Edelman's not going to get all those targets. I don't think so. I think, I think Edelman's a safe guy in that offense. Right. Yes, I agree with you. I'm saying the perception of Edelman may oh, change right, right. if your league mates are seeing them bring in name players right. that they recognize, mm-hmm. like Dante Moncrief and all these guys. So, well, I, I got the flip side for you. Mm-hmm. Why not play a little Russian roulette and Cordero Patterson, Philip Dorsett, Chris Hogan? Why not buy a, a, a cheap share in one of these guys? What are the odds that the two of the three leave and you get one of the guys that's going to be more valuable in that offense next year? Yeah, I mean, like a maybe like a Philip Dorsett. Yeah. Buy low. He's only getting two targets a game. Maybe yeah. you buy him now for peanuts and hope he's the only guy that stays. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I don't hate that, actually, especially because he's a burner, yep. and we've seen him make some clutch catches yep. down the stretch for the mm-hmm. Patriots. Mm-hmm. You want to talk Gronk? Unfortunately, man, this might be the last year we're talking Gronk. I know. We have, we have uh, another calendar year of talking – the big guy. Well, we can still talk about him, but we'll be talking about him as like the next rock. He'll be doing <laughs> action movies and, you know, Stay, wrestling. Yeah, and he's in the, uh, the squared circle. Yeah, right, right. So Gronkowski, holy Gronkamoli. He's a free agent in 2020. A lot of rumors about him retiring after this season. I can just see him like tearing up the Super Bowl and then like dropping the mic. I'm out of here. I'm retiring. See you later. Let's go make some mad stacks in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That's just his persona, right? Mm-hmm. He's only 29 years old. God. Isn't that crazy? It feels like he should be 35. I read I read an article that he's never touched a, a penny of his contract money. Fantastic. All endorsement money he's been using. That's smart. Mm-hmm. He must be getting a, a ton of endorsement money if he's did taking he's, Did he's you see the Tide cruises. Pods commercial? Yeah, he's taking cruises one. and stuff. <laughs> so, All right, so Gronk, uh, obviously, if 
if you could sell them, do it now. I mean, I, I, but hey, look, everybody out there, do not buy Gronk. I mean, unless no. it's a fifth round rookie pick and you're like, okay, just in case he comes back for one more year, if you can get him for that cheap, maybe. I'd but do it. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't buy him because, you know, you may pay a second round pick thinking, okay, he's back for one more year and then he retires and you're, you're sitting there holding you, the bag. See, so you so. say that. I offered you a fifth round pick for DeMarco Murray probably about a year ago from now. Yeah. And you wouldn't take it. You were holding on, holding out hope that he was going to come back. Well, see, that's different because DeMarco Murray was coming off of a good statistical year, you know, or two years ago, two years before that, he had a statistical breakout. Then he was injured. And I thought, okay, running back, position of scarcity, maybe he can come back and be an RB2, RB3. Mm -hmm. In my eyes, an RB2 or an RB3 is more valuable than an aging tight end who can't stay healthy. So right, right. Different, different position. Man, look at us all in professional. I had a text message go off. You had your computer yelling at you. There it is. Jeez, what? Are you, what's happening I over there? No idea. Pop up blockers. Death. Yep. Okay, delete, delete the, uh, <laughs> delete the, nah, the wife's coming. Turn off the, the the tabs. Do it. All right. Uh, so that's about it. You want to jump over to the Rams? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with these guys. Yes, a lot of nice pieces that everyone wants a piece of because of the McVeigh effect. You want to start with the quarterback my guy your guy man the guy that you fell in love with a couple uh -huh. years ago you drafted uh -huh. him yes sir jared goff let's do it the goofy goff the goofy goff all right Never um, heard that, but. <laughs> he's only he's only 24 okay yep. well he looks really goofy i mean he looks and acts and talks really goofy so only 24 we've got a lot of young talent around him he's still in his rookie deal which means the team can be built around him and have success let me throw a question at you top five quarterback next year in fantasy I'm going to sell that. No, oh. I don't think so. Where do you have him? Like top eight? Yeah, he's just because of the offense. And yeah. it, it fantasy football, it doesn't really matter if the guy's a system quarterback, if he's a, an elite quarterback. Right. Numbers, all, it, it just matters about the numbers. I don't think he's that great of an actual NFL quarterback. Mm -hmm. But the numbers don't lie, man. He's, yeah. he's going to be a top eight quarterback. And uh, top five is a top eight. There's not much that separates those guys, you I know? know. But it's just sexier if he's top five. That's like, all. Like, Andrew Luck. Yeah. Andrew Luck was a top five quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Look, golf could be top five in my eyes only because, A, a couple factors. Cup will be coming back at some point next season. He may, he may miss the first four to six weeks, but, you know, have him at least half the year in my mm -hmm. eyes. McVay schemes his players so open that golf does not have to make super tight throws all the time. You know what I mean? It's like Patrick Mahomes. Some of these dudes are running wide open because Reed schemes them open. Mm -hmm. Same thing with McVay. Mm -hmm. So I really like the system. Easy throws equal easy yards and easy uh, points. So I do like golf a lot. Let's talk about the running backs, okay? Before we get to um, the handcuff, let's talk about the lead dog there. The lead dog, the big guy. C.J. Anderson. C.J. Right. Anderson, the starting running back. All right, starting running back for the Rams here. I mean, what are you, what are you doing with C.J.? I mean, I'm, are we talking like two first-round picks to get C.J. Anderson, man? Uh, if, I'm, if I'm feeling nice that uh -huh. day, you know? If I'm uh -huh. feeling nice that day. Yeah. No, uh, free agent this year yeah he, he probably better serves to stay over there sure absolutely uh better to be a backup on a, on a winning team like that where you have a defined role rather than a backup on a, a team like uh oh, i don't know panthers that are just gonna dump you off and right. not not utilize you at all right right um i hope he stays there for his sake yeah because a los angeles is uh you know a hip uh fit city a lot of green places to eat there okay might do him good for his personal health. Where, where are you going with this? Oh, he's fat. He's a fat ass. That's where, that's where I'm going. I didn't want to say it, but you forced <laughs> me to say it. All right. I hope he stays there because, A, they've already shown uh, – he's already shown what he could do to the coaching staff. But, B, they already know he, they can trust him if Gurley goes down. That's He's a championship-winning running back in – Denver. The year Peyton oh, Manning won. Jesus. Yes. Hey, he was, he was one of the, the, the main assets on that team. 
Yeah, but that, he was that also zone running that zone running scheme that uh, I think it was uh, Kubiak was running over there. Oh, maybe so. Yeah, he was he was also forty pounds lighter. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So hold T.J. Anderson if you got him. Well, I mean, what are you doing with him? What do you you know? I'm holding. Hold, I'm holding. You gotta hold. But him, I yeah. have biased. I have a little bit of a different situation. Yeah. But if you have him, I mean, shop him to the girly owner. I mean, there's nothing more viable to a, a, a team with a top five running back like a Barkley who doesn't have a defined handcuff. Or like a, uh, a girly, David, yeah. David Johnson, Gurley, McCaffrey. Right. If they have a defined handcuff, which C.J. Anderson is, kind of like what Le'Veon Bell, what Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell was with a uh, D'Angelo Williams a few years ago. Yeah, right. You gotta go out with these guys, man. You you, you gotta go all out and get these guys. Yeah. So if you're a C.J. Anderson owner, what I what I would probably do is I'd hold for now, and then if he re-signs with the Rams on like a two year deal, or whatever, then I'm calling the Gurley yeah. owner and be like, Hey, dude, did you hear the news? The handcuff for your guy is inked to a new deal. Yeah, sell Do it you to want him. him. Yeah, right, sell it right. to him. Hey, if Gurley gets hurt, he tears an ACL. You got a guy that's going to step right in, go into the best one of the, one of the best offenses in the mm-hmm. league, and he's going to put up a hundred yards. He's every, been doing it. Two out of three games, a yeah. couple touchdowns. Yeah, they he, skip a beat, but it's not that much of a beat. Yeah, you, know? you should hold him right now, though, because a couple of reasons why. If you try selling to the Gurley owner now, he may not want to pay because he's saying, "Well, wait a second, he's a free agent this year. I may be." Paying for a you know a handcuff right. and he might not be there. I'm gonna go get John Kelly or something. Right, like right, that. right. But B, you hold him because if he does walk in free agency and somehow, some way lands in a, a spot where he can be more of a starter, Tampa you Bay. Got, yeah, you, you go. know, right, right. You gotta go. You got, you got a running uh, starting running back. So Malcolm Brown, interesting cat coming up in free agency this year. Uh, I have him stashed. Let's just see where he lands. Justin Davis, some nice flashes. Uh, we kind of like him, John Kelly, the rookie. Yeah, the rookie, Tennessee guy, right? John Kelly is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 you know, never really. Yeah. He's kind of a guy. He's, he's His a rookie jack. year, of he's course, a jack. so far. But you know, could have value if the other guys walk. And let's talk about your guy, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. C.J. Anderson's handcuff. All right. Well, you kind of want to. <laughs> you want to. You want to do this now, or you want to do this after this? Okay. Second? All right. Breaking news, folks. Jacob Tyler acquired. Gurley today in a trade in our home league and he gave up a ton to get the arguably the top running back in dynasty so Jacob tell us what the trade was you go ahead and tell us what it looks like on our new right. tool that we use basically uh we're uh, being sponsored by dynasty trade calculator it's a yeah. new tool that uh Ethan and I have been using a few of our guys in our league have been using yep man these uh it's a very customizable trade calculator hell the whole site's really useful some solid articles they actually have their own podcast their own rankings ADP player new player news mm-hmm. it's really customizable to the league size scoring options league format anyway I plugged in the trade this is basically what it is Todd Gurley I'm gonna acquire Todd Gurley I'm going to give up the second overall pick in the 2019 rookie draft, Darius Geis, who was my second overall pick last year, and Hunter Henry, okay? Mm-hmm. Totals out to 57.9 on the Tyler Gurley side, 57.1 on the, the package side. So it's you're splitting hairs. It's right even. It says I win the trade. I'm not worried about marginal numbers and stuff like that. But it's close enough it's, to be fair. It's, it's close enough to be fair. And we always talk about the, the, the famous line in fantasy football now is, you know, four quarters, ten dimes, they don't equal a dollar. That's kind of what I did here. I, I kind of threw a package at him, a lot of depth that I probably could have used but didn't didn't really value as high as Ty Gurley. So I got pro- arguably, arguably the top running back in Dynasty and yeah. maybe the top player in Dynasty. Right. And I got him on my team now. And for what it's worth, none of these guys were – eligible to play last year they were all hurt or not eligible right and i finished in this i finished second in the league so 
You're thinking that Gurley could be yeah, the piece that you pushes you over the top. That's why I did the trade, man. Yeah, so you basically added Gurley to a team that didn't have any of these pieces anyway. So right. you're thinking that. Now, obviously, depth is going to be an issue. I don't want to yeah. get too deep into our home league, but, you know, you're going to have to add that's, some depth behind now. Yep. But it was a solid deal. You acquire a top five back. On the other side, the guy that, that acquired the one, two, I think he's sitting pretty with uh, either the top. Oh, right. yeah, it was, it's one of those trades that I think really worked out. For right. He's going to win there because he's going to get his top running back or wide receiver, whatever one is sitting there, too. He's going to get guys who we like the talent a lot, even though it's an unproven asset. And Hunter Henry, I think everyone's expecting him to, you know, be a top mm-hmm. tight end in the league. So. Mm-hmm. It, he's gonna he's gonna win in, in a couple different spots. You're gonna win as far as having a top dog at the running back position. But guys, look seriously, DynastyTradeCalculator.com. A lot of this stuff, a lot of these trades that we do, and a lot of the trades that you do won't happen unless you have exposure to tools like this. Because guys are gonna go, well, no way, dude. A couple of rookie picks aren't worth this guy. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving them up. But if you show them this tool and say, well, look, I plugged all these all these uh, guys into this calculator here's what the numbers say what do you think sometimes that might break the ice or soften the blow and say the other guy might loosen up and say oh yeah maybe you're right okay maybe it's closer than i thought Mm -hmm. so check out dynastytradecalculator.com it's a really cool site and you guys will really enjoy it trust us all right listen uh what we're talking about rams let's get back to the rams one more time because i wanted to bring up two more position uh, positions wide receiver and tight end a lot of mouths to feed there i think cups uh, uh cups Cooks, Woods, and Cup, all three, you got to hold them. I don't think you're selling Absolutely. any of those. They're all 26 and under. They're all in a great offense. They all have golf. I mean, even when all three were on the field at the same time, they were all dynasty, you know, valuable dynasty assets. What are you doing with a guy like Josh Reynolds? I mean, he's the fourth guy there. You're really waiting on an injury like this year to Cup for him to get some attention in the passing game. I mean, it's worth the hold, right? You gotta it, it hold. It has him. to be. Nobody loves a guy like a Josh Reynolds in a situation like this more than the guy that actually owns him. Yeah, right? yeah. You're not you're not gonna get what you want. Yeah. from a guy like that, and you're gonna be fairly disappointed and probably, you know, a little upset upset at the offer that you're gonna yeah. get. You're probably insulted was the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna be insulted by the offer somebody's gonna throw at you. I wouldn't give anything more than a late second for Josh Reynolds. Yeah, he's probably worth more than that. But he's he's the fourth guy in an offense that. You know, they throw it at a running back. Right. You know, and they, they have started sprinkling in some tight ends too. So well that's what that's what Cooper Cup out. True. Well, the good news about Reynolds, if you're a Reynolds owner, what I think is he's basically like a wide receiver handcuff. You know what I mean? Like if any of the three wide receivers ahead of him go down for any game, mm-hmm. he's in and he's getting targets. And now he's gonna be in his third year next year, so he's gonna really be coming along. Heck, dude, you may even see the Rams trade one of their guys like a Robert Woods you know, or something like that to make room for Reynolds to groom, you know, cheaper contract, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely holding him. I do like him. As far as who I like the most out of the group, I think you and I are both on board the cup train, assuming he's oh, yeah. yeah, healthy, fully healthy, you know, at some point next year. I don't remember the stats, man. I wish I had him because since you brought up Cooper Cup, the, the, the nosedive that your guy, Josh, Go- mm-hmm. uh, Jared Goff did yeah. whenever Cup got injured. Yeah. Like was- it's, he fell off a cliff, man. It's, it's, it was pretty... I mean, I remember uh, giving you and Adam the stats, and I was like, who is this quarterback? Yeah. And you guys, oh, Blake Bortles, uh, Eli Manning. I was yeah. like, no, man, it's Jared Goff. Yeah. From, like, week 11 to week <laughs> yeah. 16, he had a really bad stretch there yeah. down the stretch. Uh, Probably four or five Cup. touchdowns, like yeah. eight interceptions. Yeah, it was rough. Like that. Well, Cup's not only a playmaker, but he's, like, the safety blanket. He's kind of the underneath he, guy. He's, he's the slot guy. He's a tight end, basically. He, he's, like, offense. a tight end that plays the Julian Edelman role. So, yeah. you know, if there's if there's trouble in the in, in Jared Goff's face, Cup, he, he dumps it off to Cup. If he has time, well, he's working Cup up the middle of the field, you know. So, 
I think we're all on board on the cup train. I actually like him more than I like Cooks and Woods. And then let's talk about the tight ends. Gerald Everett. A lot of people sunk a second or third round pick into their rookie drafts in Gerald Everett. But this Tyler Higby dude will not go away. I mean, and Higby we, was part of the uh, the previous the, regime, right? And Jeff we, Jeff freaking oh, Fisher, Jeff Fisher, he did something. We right. got the name drop, Jeff Jeff Fisher again. Jeff Fisher two, drafted this guy. Two shows in a row, Jeff Fisher <laughs> makes a cameo. Jeff Fisher, man, we got to. We're, I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call his people and be like, hey, hey we've mentioned you two weeks in a row in our podcast. Mm-hmm. Come talk to us. There you go. Fifty uh, percent of the time he'll he'll come. Yeah, I it's mean, a fifty-fifty shot he comes. It's yeah, it's a fifty-fifty. It's a toss-up if he comes. <laughs> All right, Higby won't go away. <clears throat> I still like Everett's talent more i think he's more of a wide receiver he's more of the polished pass catcher Mm -hmm. but dude until further notice higby and everett committee tight end you can't start either one of them until the other one is hurt Mm -hmm. i I don't i don't disagree with that i like higby obviously uh everett man it's just it seems like they want to get him involved in the offense Mm -hmm. and it it just doesn't happen it doesn't work i think he, he might be like a volume um he, he might be like a volume uh, tight end. You know, he might need five or six targets to really mm-hmm. start catching his groove. Like, kind of like a running back needs a lot of touch. Mm-hmm. He, you only throw it to him once a game. He just kind of like catches it, runs out of bounds, and then he jogs back to the yeah, back. He you know, he's just kind of right, like, right. eh, you know. No rhythm, um, no motion. So there you go. There's your rant. Oh, you want to talk about the kickers? Yeah, the best uh, the best kicker in the league, baby. Yeah, great. Your boy. Your boy. Now, we got, we got rid of kickers for what it's worth. You guys, everybody should do the same. Yes. Yes, we got rid of kickers in our home league, so we're not even going to bother talking about kickers ever again on this ever show. Again. Because every dynasty, you put so much hard work into your dynasty teams, people, that you shouldn't jeopardize the outcomes of your game on the foot of a kicker that no one's ever heard of that's probably not going to be in the NFL next season. It's the stupidest thing because it's totally unpredictable. Exactly. Okay, rant over. Rant so over. we're not talking about kickers. Feel better now? Yeah, I feel much better. Okay. Uh, we got to talk about Gronk, Jeff Fisher, kickers. I mean, this Super Bowl, see the storylines just just make themselves. That's it. All right. Uh, before we move on to our next topic of the show, let me just remind people, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. It's really easy. You hit the subscribe button on your Apple podcast device. Uh, also, hit the five stars if you like us. Hit the one star if you don't. And leave a nice review. Tell us how pretty we sound. Uh, if you want to really go into the deep web and stalk us and see our faces, I'm sure you could find us and you could tell us how pretty we look. We don't care. Give us some interaction, people. And on Twitter, at Flex Appeal Show. At Flex Appeal Show is where you get with us and ask us anything that you want to talk about. Uh, we are up for it. All right, Jacob. Free agency is the next step after the Super Bowl, uh, so to speak. Let's talk free agents, dude. What is the strongest position group in your mind as far as like overall talent and volume of talent in 2019's free agency class? It's got to be running back. Yeah, surprising. It's got to be running back. Quarterback's surprising. pretty pretty pedestrian. I mean, we'll get to that. I mean, you want you want to start on quarterbacks? Well, is there is there any any I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. Tyrod Taylor, yeah. The Brock Lobster. Ooh, yeah. That's that's a good one to talk about. The Brock Lobster. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so these guys are placeholders and backups. I mean, Bridgewater and what was the what was the other guy? It was Bridgewater. Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, these are not, like they're not doing anything for me. No, these guys might sign with teams that also draft a quarterback in the first round. And you might see one of those like just like Tyrod Taylor this year played the first six weeks and then Baker Mayfield took over. I think that's the kind of role these guys can expect. So I'm not really excited about the quarterback. Maybe Teddy Bridgewater because of his age mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has a shot, I, you know, but I'm not really sad about that. What about the running backs? Tell me who's, uh, who's the big fish out there. Well, obviously everybody knows this without saying Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got, you got Kareem Hunt, Tevin Ooh. Coleman, Mark Ingram, and you got your, your second tier guys that might be viable mm-hmm. 
if situation presents itself. Uh, TJ Yeldon, Mike Davis. I don't know why I said that one. CJ Anderson, <laughs> yeah. my guy, the big, the big guy. Fat. Spencer Ware. Uh-huh. That's that's an interesting guy. He was the lead back before Kareem Hunt blew up. Spencer Ware actually got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Right? He got hurt in the preseason, I believe. Yeah, he got hurt in the preseason, and he was he was the starter. He was the they named him back. the starter, right? And I don't think it was one of those senior uh, seniority de facto running back training. Yeah, I think he really was the guy because the year before he did he did do pretty damn good. And then you got you got Marshawn Lynch. He's thirty two years old. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. I mean, uh, the list goes on. None of these guys after this really mean much, but uh, it's a it's a pretty shallow class. But the top, it's very top-heavy. Okay. I do like the top-heavy guys, but I will say about some of these aging backs and some of the, the second-tier guys, if you can buy them low or if you're in a very shallow league and they're out there and you can put them on your bench, you should always try to stash and hoard running backs because it, look at C.J. Anderson. It only takes – hell, look at Adrian Peterson last year. Everybody thought he was washed up. It took the right fit, the right amount of carries. All of a sudden, he's producing 1,000 yards. Same thing with C.J. Anderson. Damian Williams, you did. Like, right. One of our guys had him. And right. You, I think you're stashing Darrell Williams right now. Uh, yeah, the rookie. Just for the, just for the prospect, just for the promise. You never know. You know, uh, Damian Williams tears a knee, and they let Spencer Ware walk. All of a sudden, Darrell Williams, the, you know, the second-year guy at LSU, maybe he's the guy. You know, you mm-hmm. never know. So I would always advise maybe stashing some of those running backs. The beauty of it is the second-tier guys may be much cheaper than the top guys. Let's go back to the top. Who's the top dog? Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell. Did I, did, did I tell you uh, where I think he's going to go? Where is he going to go? I think we talked about this before. Miami? Tam- Tampa Bay. I think he's going to go to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I'm sticking to it. You, you don't think he he wants to get in that running back committee uh, issue with my guy, Ugh. Ronald Jones? No, he's going to get there it's and gonna say— It's going to be a one-two punch. You know what's going to happen? He's going to get there and say, all right, Ronald Jones, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> oh, here's the door. Don't let it hit you on your way out. I mean, it's going to be, you know, Ronald Jones Ronald Jones is not a thing, okay? No, I, I don't disagree Damn, with this hey, point. I think I just dropped our first F-bomb on this show ever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to put that little explicit tag on this damn thing now. I'm gonna, yeah. oh, I can probably beep it out. Uh, not safe for words. I, I think Tampa Bay. I know Adam, uh, our other co-host here, he says that the, ba- the Bucks won't be able to afford him. Don't be surprised. You know, Deshaun Jackson, out of town. You know, they can Maybe. move. NFL teams can move the cap and, and manipulate the cap in such a way nowadays by cutting guys, turning contracts and signing bonuses, restructuring, yeah. extending. They can make room if they really want Le'Veon Bell. And that running game has – could you imagine Le'Veon Bell in Bruce Arians' offense with all those weapons? That'd, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm saying Tampa Bay. Okay. What do you think? I, I, I'm thinking Miami. Mm. I think now there's a certain segment of our fan base that, that they play redraft. They're tired of hearing about Le'Veon Bell. Right. I'm tired of hearing about Le'Veon sure. Bell. I had him. Sure. Of these guys, Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt, that's an iffy uh, situation. Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, GHI. Which of these guys is the most intriguing to you? I still I still think Le'Veon Bell is. Besides, saying, Le'Veon, besides Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Besides Le'Veon Bell. Um not a Jai. I've, I've had trouble with his knee issues. You've hated a Jai for years. Well, he had knee issues coming out of Boise yeah, State, yeah. dude. You knew he was going to have injury yeah. issues. Um, Mark Ingram's approaching 30. Kareem Hunt might be suspended indefinitely because he kicked a woman. So, de facto, de Tevin f- Coleman. Tevin Coleman, yeah. Well, he's never had a big injury issue, right. history, so that's a plus. We've seen him have some good games in a starting role, mm-hmm. and we've also seen him work well in a committee, so that's a plus. He's also got age on his side. Doesn't have much tread on those tires. And no off-the-field issues. Right. I mean... Stand-up. Stand-up guy. Right. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. don't know. We personally know him. No. <laughs> so, I think Tevin Coleman, by default... I mean, not by default, but when you eliminate... When you... when you, you know, The other guys have some Break issues. Yeah. Tevin Coleman's probably the guy. And the, what's crazy is, before the Le'Veon Bell drama 
and before the Kareem Hunt stuff and before Jay Ajayi, all, you know, Tevin Coleman was supposed to be the headliner of this class anyway. That's why I traded class. for him from you a year last ago. year. Yeah. But he was supposed to be the headliner. Yeah. Now it's like, well, dang, Le'Veon Bell and Kareem Hunt and Mark Ingram, these guys are out here. Mm-hmm. So um, I still think there's a chance that the Saints re-sign Mark Ingram too. I think so too. I, it's more beneficial to yeah. both parties. And, and he really loves the team, loves the locker room, wants to win. He might take that that vaunted, you know, that dreaded uh, hometown discount. Yeah. So I still think, you know, Ajayi, I don't want. None of the other guys I want. The only guys I would target, Kareem Hunt, if you can get him for cheap. Le'Veon Bell, if you can, you know, get him at the late first round range. And then you know, Mark Ingram. So there you go. Yeah. Wide receivers. Ugh. Tyrell the Gazelle, I know, is the biggest name out mm-hmm. there. So you don't what? want to talk about fullbacks? No, you're not in a fullback league. I mean, James, what's James Devlin's status? Because he's about the only he's dude not I've a ever free seen. Agent. No. Mike Burton. Shoot. Mike Burton is Ooh. headlighting the fullback. Any, any relation to Trey Burton? I think he plays for the Bears. I want to say he plays for the Bears. The Mike Burton kid plays for the Bears as well? Uh, yeah, they have there, two there, Burtons? There were two Burtons. Yeah, he, he tore it up in the preseason. Are they related? We're talking too much about fullbacks. We're, we're talking yeah, about you're right. <laughs> wait, wait a second. That, yeah, that was 16 seconds of fullback talk. Anyway, okay, there you go. There, there's your football. There's your, there's your uh, fullback segment, people. You're welcome. Uh, Tyrell the Gazelle Williams is the headliner. I know Dante Moncrief, I think, is a free He's agent. He's on there, yep. yep. And I mean, you got your Patriots guys. Philip Dorsett, uh-huh. Cordero Patterson. What about a name I got for you right here? Mm-hmm. You probably didn't know he was a free agent. Smokey Brown. John oh, Brown's yeah. a free agent. Yeah. Um, Golden Tate is as well. <clears throat> if Flacco were still healthy and the starting quarterback for Baltimore, I'd say I'd hope John Brown would stay in Baltimore as much oh. as I freaking hate Baltimore's offense. Yeah. But now with Lamar Jackson, who doesn't really throw the ball well, who they didn't let throw a lot, I don't think his instinct is to let the play develop down the field to John Brown. His instinct is to run. I don't think John Brown isn't a good fit anymore in Baltimore's offense. So I need John Brown to go to a team like the Patriots. Uh, why are going to do that? Why? Why? So you can get like four targets, <laughs> be the Philip Dorsett placeholder. Come on, man. I'm talking about a team like the Packers. Okay. Just go with me here. All right. Devontae Adams on one side, John Brown on the other. I mean, dude, how are you going to stop that? You can't double-team them both. One can go deep, one can go deep. What do you think? I mean, I'm just tossing out names. Where do you want him to go? I don't hate that. I don't hate that landing spot. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. They they have like 18,000 rookies on their team. Yeah. So they're cheap as heck. You can keep keep them second and third and fourth string. Yeah. I don't know. Any thoughts on where you'd like John Brown to go? I mean... I mean, uh, not not necessarily. No, I mean Seattle could probably use a guy. I mean, I know they have Tyler Lockett. Yeah. But they do need some wide receiver help. I think John Brown's just a little bit more of a more of a more than a burner. Mm-hmm. I think he, he's a, a pretty good uh, route runner. And, yeah. Uh, I Seattle's kind of. I could see the, some help. Yeah, I could see the like team like the Raiders throwing a ton of money at him. Yeah, they need Raiders. to get young in a hurry and 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 try to get some some talent on the edge. So, uh, he's gonna have a pretty good market, I think. Uh, same thing with Tyrell Williams, by the way. He he's a. Now he's a bit of a one-trick pony. He's not quite as polished as John Brown in my my eyes. But if you put him on the Raiders or the Packers or whatever, you know, well, I, the Colts, man, the Colts are in desperate need. I know they have Hilton. Yeah, they already kind of have a burner. Mold, yeah, but yeah. they need a wide receiver. They really do. Uh, like a Jamison Crowder on that team. What do you think about that? Jamison Crowder is a free agent. I don't know, but is he really that much better than a 
you know, Pascal or Inman or some of these other dudes that are catching. Dude, we're better than those guys. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Whoa. Zach Easy. Pascal. Easy. I mean, whoa. Yeah. I know I jumped higher than Calvin Ridley, okay, than he did at the Combine, but geez, okay. You're welcome. I yeah. set you up for yeah, that Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they could use a slot guy. I think they need a bigger guy. I think they need a bigger body wide receiver. You know, they have Ebron. Yeah, but he's not a wide receiver. He's a tight end. I'm talking about on the outside. Dare, dare I say Dante Moncrief? Oh, yeah, right. Come on. That experiment failed. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton on one side. Who do they have on the other? Oh, this side. Dontrell Inman. I mean, is that the number two? I know you like Deion Kane, but he's unproven. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it, I don't know, man. Look on your list. Is there any big bodied wide receiver? Any red zone guy? Adam Humphreys, possibly. No, that's a, that's a small little dude. Mike Wallace is a bit. That's a burner. Yeah. That's. Not much. Jordan Matthews is a big guy on the inside, but that's they got tight ends already. Well, see, I could, yeah, but I could see that as a good fit. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So what we're saying is the big guys. You say big guys. Yeah, give me a big guy. Kelvin Benjamin. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, him and C.J. Anderson are probably in Atlanta <laughs> right now at a buffet. <laughs> Yo, man, oh. I'm gonna be at the Super Bowl next year with you. Nom 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 nom. Oh, that's terrible. I know. Well, that's they're both terrible. fat. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? To, to act like they're not fat? Everybody knows they're fat. Everybody can Google them and look they're, at their weight. They're big boned, okay? Yeah, right. They're big boned. Right. They have they have big boned uh, bodies. Sure. Okay. Um. So what we're saying is the wide receiver free agent class is not very attractive this not year. As, not as attractive as it was no. last year. I mean, it. Uh, just uh, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is a free agent. Yeah. Even opens it up more for those Green Bay Packer wide receivers. Yeah. I, they, I mean, they need a wide receiver. Yeah, they, they do. Evil. Well, that's what I'm saying. John Brown, a guy like that, would be yeah. a good fit. You know, they need a veteran presence. I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no right. guarantee Jimmy Graham's going to be on that team next year. But well, there's a rumor that they might cut him. There you go. And then you're going to have Devontae Adams, and then you're going to have a bunch of rook, a bunch of second year guys. guys. Yeah. You need some more veteran leadership. Yeah. That's why I'd bring in like a John Brown or, or a Tyro Williams. At least bring him in. I mean, at least say, hey, dude, can you you know play on the other side of Don Devontae Adams? That's all. Take a look at him. Other than that, I really don't like anybody else in this wide receiver list. I mean, all, most of these guys, like your Humphreys and some of these guys. They're on your bench for a reason. They're nice depth plays. Mm -hmm. They're nice little handcuffs to some of the starters. They could see some, you know, if Humphreys lands with the Packers, maybe he gets a boost. Sure. But none of these guys are going to be league-winning type wide yeah. receivers on your dynasty roster. So If they're role players on your on your own fantasy team, yeah. they're just going to be role players. Yeah, they're, they're in, role in players life. in real life. Right. So what about uh, tight ends? Anybody interesting at tight end? I know we uh, had uh, Jared your guy, Cook. Your guy, Demetrius Harris, Jared Cook, Tyler Eifert, if he can stay healthy. And another Bengals uh, tight end, C.J. Uzoma, who uh, oh, yeah. kind of tore it up in most championship games, not to my liking. But uh, other than that, man, the tight <laughs> the tight end class is a little uh, a little weak. Demetrius Harris, the, that, that's a guy you've been propping up for for about a month or two. Yeah. And you're really high on him. Yeah, you have a share in that guy. I stashed so him. Yeah. Talk talk about Demetrius Harris. Like, well, they're saying that he could be the this year's version of Trey Burton, you know, a guy that was in the shadows of another elite tight end. Burton was behind Ertz in and Philly. totally flops the next year. Well, I mean, that's what Burton did. He didn't totally flop. He had he would he, he was on a stretch there. He had at least like fifty yards or a touchdown in each game. Which in today's tight end landscape, you're right. Like tight end nine, what you're are you right. gonna do? You know, you're right. You're right. But um, my, my point is, he's super talented. He's got some experience. He's well coached. Obviously, they're doing something right in Kansas City with their tight ends. But he but he was you know, behind Travis Kelsey, arguably the best tight end in the game. I don't think it's even arguable. Right, anymore. exactly. So now he's a free agent, might be able to spread his wings, go to, you know, a spot as a starter. Let's say the Raiders, let's say the Raiders let Jared Cook walk because he's ancient, okay? And they signed Demetrius Harris. And all of a sudden they signed Demetrius Harris. They bring in uh, A.J. Brown as a rookie. They signed John Brown on the outside. 
I'm just saying, let's say they start putting some pieces around Carr. You're telling me you wouldn't want to slice of Demetrius Harris as one of the only, you know, prove, you know, pass catchers there. I don't know. I'm just saying. I want to slice of Derek Carr if they get all those. Yeah, guys. right. I'm just saying they can <laughs> potentially build that. They have the cap room and the draft picks, yada yada. Yeah. So, I, the reason I stashed him is because there's a chance that he could end up in a spot like that. If he signs with the Patriots and he's behind Hollister and and Dwayne Allen and all these dudes and he's just another blocker, then yeah, obviously I'll cut mm-hmm. him. But you never know. Uh, there's one guy I want to name drop. Yeah, he's a wide receiver, and he's gonna he's gonna give a few a few owners a twitch. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have flashbacks to that that terrible day when they drafted this guy, uh-huh. Kevin White. Ooh, is a free agent. Oh. That's a name that you probably haven't heard in a while. You know they started that new uh, American Alliance Football League or whatever. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Kevin White will be playing next year. Oh God. Hey. <laughs> I mean, the dude caught like one pass his whole four years or five years in Chicago. Stay healthy, man. He could not. He could not stay healthy. Healthy or not, he caught like one ball. I mean, it was it was like historically bad. It's yeah. It was bad. Yeah. At least Justin Blackman, remember that guy? At yeah. Least he had he, like a great season. Then he fell out. out because of drug. Well, problems. whatever the issues are, little, I'm saying it, at different. least at least we got to see something. At least Josh Gordon, we got to see something. At least uh, give me some other flops. Josh Doxson, not really. And Devontae Parker, we saw some flashes. They caught some balls. You know, some of these. Uh, your guy, uh, Browns. Uh, First round pick Coleman, Corey Coleman. Oh, Cor- oh come on, man! I'm really? just saying, all of these busts were in the same class. Laquan Treadwell. Tra- it was a terrible class. Was, yeah, right. I'll give you that. Well, I'll give super you that. talented dudes. But my point is, Kevin White. We saw like a catch or two in the preseason, and then we'd see like one catch in the regular season, and then nothing. So that was I regret, historically. I, I regret bringing this up. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, Kevin White, and I'm sorry to everybody else. I regret just, bringing. Yeah, this up. now I'm just rolling on all the wide receiver <laughs> busts. Okay. Yeah, you make it like like all our listeners hate themselves right now. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember when I drafted that guy in the oh, first yeah. round. Oh, I did spend one. <laughs> I did spend one two on Laquan Treadwell. Yeah, you're right. Oh, screw me. I spent the one three on Kevin uh, Tevin Coleman. I mean, uh, Corey Coleman. My yeah. point is, Kevin White, dude. I mean, that guy was a historic bust. The other guys yeah. are busts, but this one was bad. So because we never saw anything out of it. So right, right. Um, what's the uh, last position? Is that it? Quarterbacks, That's it. tight ends, wide receiver. Fullbacks. Nah, nah. <laughs> kickers, kickers. Hey, w- Will Lutz is a free agent. You think the Saints are bringing him back? Uh, I'd like to think so. Yeah, yeah. Nuts for Lutz, man. Nuts for Lutz. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm out of yes. material. That's it, man. I don't so, even have a paper to crumble up this show. I know, man. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's the dog days of the off season yeah. right now. It's gonna start picking up once uh. You know, combine news. We do. We, we could talk about the next episode of the Senior Bowl. Yeah, we can yeah, talk just about, a little bit about that uh, next episode, and uh, you know, looking ahead to the combine, some mock drafts that are coming out, some good destinations, some guys that are starting to get hyped up. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. the hype train is in full effect for this guy. Yeah, like he went from a, okay, he's gonna be second round rookie draft guy, and now he's he's arguably the the top pick. Right, in just based drafts. on talent, tape, and position, of and, course. Yeah, too. right, right, right. Position. But yes, yeah, everybody's falling in love. He's he's the new uh, Cortland Sutton, if you will. Yeah, and that's the that's the uh, Alabama, Alabama kid. Yeah, well, Alabama I wouldn't say he's the new Cortland Sutton. I think I think he's like more like the DJ Moore or something. Kind of rose quickly towards the draft process because remember Cortland Sutton was it was reversed. He was number one on everybody's like, board. Like kind of like Nikhil Harry is right yeah, now. Yeah, right. He's number one on everybody's board, and then they start slipping because I think people yeah. get kind of tired of him and they. Like I'm looking for the next big thing. And Jacobs is kind of the other way around. He was low on the boards. Now he's skyrocketing. Yeah, you know we'll have to see how he does at the combine and stuff. But yeah, we'll obviously we'll start digging into rookies, mm-hmm. combine, scouting tape, forty times, all the good stuff that comes through. You're gonna be so tired of hearing about these guys by yeah. the time you draft them. You're gonna be you rather, know, begging rather, us to stop. Rather do it while we have a little more data, a little more yeah. film, a little more measurables. Yeah. You know, that's 
We're, we're just spitballing out. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, he's obviously the best. Right. We don't know right. that. Nobody knows yeah. that until these guys start actually performing. Right. Nobody really knows. Yeah, if we're, we're looking at, at Twitter videos of yeah. them, you know, deadlifting 500 pounds and, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube clips that somebody stitched together of their high school highlights. Me. Yeah, right. We're, we're reaching here. So let's see what they do. I think the first things first is for a dynasty owner, set your sights on acquiring some buy lows It's still mm-hmm. time to buy low on guys that are going to be free agents or guys that are, you know, flying under the radar, work those trades. Now people, the rest of you, I guarantee you half of your league is in sleep mode right now. They're not paying mm-hmm. attention. They're taking a vacation from football. They're, you know, watching the Super Bowl, drinking that talk to them then. Hey dude, what do you want for, you know, CJ Anderson? What do you want for blah, blah, blah. Kareem hunt. Hey, shop around people. Now's the time to get some steals and add some depth to your team. Uh, before free agency hits, because once free agency hits, news is Ball's out. Rolling, yeah. yeah everybody's you're not, not going to sneak up on anybody. Nope. So that's one it, question dude. for you. Yeah. One question for you. Who you got this Sunday? Ooh, yeah, we should do that. Um, Who you got? Patriots. Patriots yeah. score. What's the score? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I'd say I'm going to give you a weird one. Twenty nine, twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why not? 38-34 Rams. Go, oh, yeah. man, a shootout. Yeah. A, touch, I, a touchdown late gives gives them the uh, gives them the win. Yeah, I see the I see the Patriots doing what the Saints tried to do last week to the Rams: run the ball, keep the ball away from them. Gotta you know, be, play good defense. So if they can do it. You don't think Goff's gonna get rattled on the big stage? Man, he didn't get rattled in the. Uh, yeah. I don't want to call it the Superdome. It was the Death Dome, apparently. Yeah. He had to put tape on his uh, ear holes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was loud in there, man. Yeah, you're right. Maybe he's up for the moment. I just think, look, Brady. He's this is his ninth trip, going for history yeah. as the only quarterback to ever win six. Let's just let me let, let's just break it down, pretty baseline here. Who do you think was better out of the Saints and the Patriots? Saints. Okay. What atmosphere? What 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 stadium is more deafening for Jared Goff? Oh, yeah, Superdome, Superdome, right? Or the Atlanta Mercedes? So you're saying he already beat the better yeah, team he already had on the road. Tough, he already had yeah. his tough opportunity, his tough matchup. Yeah, he 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 climbed that hill. Yeah, it's there. He's gonna. The Rams are gonna win. So now it's even even playing field. Let's yes. do it. I don't know. I just think Belichick's gonna pull some rabbits out of the hat, throw some defensive stuff that he's never seen. You know, that golf's never seen at him. I also think you're gonna see like a big special teams play or like a big defensive play on one side of the ball. You know, it's probably gonna happen. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I could see Belichick blitzing, sacking, scooping score or something. That's why I'm going with 29-27, you know. I think they're on a Philly special. Yeah, maybe Brady catches a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, instead of drop, did he drop it or was it overthrown I mean, last year? Well, uh, you know, he, he was running like half a mile per hour. <laughs> so it was, over, it was technically overthrown, but if he'd have any speed, then he would have caught it. But anyway, I digress. You know, his last three Super Bowls, Brady, he's thrown the ball more than 40 times in all three of them. It was like 48, 51, and 60 or something like that. What was the score of that at a Falcons Patriots game before the the Patriots started coming back? Twenty eight to three. Ouch. Ouch. And that was the game he threw like sixty times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, overtime. That was fun. Look, all I want really when I when I don't have a dog in the fight, I want to a make money on my prop bets, b make money on my on my money line and and my spread bets, and c I just want to be entertained. Like I said. Let me enjoy the Super Bowl commercials. Don't piss me off with politics. Whatever. Let me let me just enjoy the the four hour event because that's what it is yeah. an event. As long as it's entertaining and the game's fun and it comes down to the last couple plays, I'm fine. I don't care who wins. I got a prop bet for you. Yeah. Over under mm-hmm. eleven and a half carries for your guy C.J. Anderson. That is tricky because Gurley's had two weeks off yes. now to rest that knee. McVeigh has said Gurley's going to be a big part of this game mm-hmm. plan. Um. I'm going to say under. I'll say okay. under. I'll say like 
eight carries. Okay, so close. Yeah, close. He's still going to get eight or nine, maybe even maybe even double digit carries because if he if he carries the ball for six yards in his first touch. There's no point in taking him out if even if Gurley's had his breather. Mm-hmm. Okay, give Anderson another one here. You know, so he might get a he might get him in clusters when Gurley needs a breather. But I think it'll be more of a typical Gurley game with with Anderson as the breather back. So I, I could see that over under that. eight and a half touchdowns for Gronk. <laughs> over, <laughs> yeah. This is the last hurrah, man. It's, yeah, it's his last game. If the dude has, if he has the choice, he's gonna get sixty nine touchdowns. Yeah, right. I think he's just gonna like drink. Eight and a half monster drinks or whatever the hell he's pimp Red Bull, whatever he's on. It was monster. Monster. There you go. And then go to town, dude. I'm talking four touchdowns, maybe throw one, spike the ball through the turf. Some Gronk smashes. Yeah, right. That'd be fun. Entertain me. All right, that's it. Now we're just, you know, talking about what anybody else can talk yeah. about. We're, we're providing no value to the listener. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter at Flex Appeal Show. Subscribe, rate, and review. We would really appreciate it. That's Jacob Tyler on the other end. I am Ethan Paul. This is Flex Appeal Dynasty Fantasy Football. Enjoy the Super Bowl.